Star Trek is owned by CBS Studios, Inc. If you love what we do, then please consider supporting Critfail on Patreon. Your support helps us grow and to create more content more often. And now, on with the show. Look again at that dot. That's here. That's home. That's us. On it, everyone you love. Everyone you know. Everyone you ever heard of. Every human being who ever was lived out their lives. The aggregate of our joy and suffering. Thousands of confident religions, ideologies, and economic doctrines. Every hunter and forager. Every hero and coward. Every creator and destroyer of civilization. Every king and peasant. Every young couple in love. Every mother and father. Hopeful child, inventor, and explorer. Every teacher of morals every corrupt politician, every superstar, every supreme leader, every saint and sinner in the history of our species lived there, on a mote of dust suspended in a sunbeam. Imagination will often carry us to worlds that never were, but without it we go nowhere. Somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. These are the voyages of the USS Pegasus. So you stand on the on the disc and it suddenly just starts to slide down into the floor and it starts to gather speed but you're in it the tube it almost feels like it fits perfectly like the engineering is, is very impressive and it goes down for about a kilometer before it just suddenly the shaft is no longer there and you are now 
on the disc with very loud wind swirling around you. The disc doesn't feel like it's falling. It does feel like it's descending, but you mm. can see that you're in a chamber that is about three kilometers wide. You're about two kilometers from the surface and you can see below faint glowing uh, sort of like runes and stuff like that that are in the floor. And there are no railings on this disc. It's, it's dark, but it's not pitch black. There is sort of some natural glow, or it looks like natural glow, but it could well be artificial. It's hard to mm. tell. Is it coming from the runes? Yes, the light is coming from the runes. Kel's going to head closer to the center of the disc since there are no railings. And it does feel stable. It doesn't, like, move. There's no sort of wobbling or anything like that. It does feel very stable, but there is no, no railings. What do you think it meant by slave race? Considering this appears to be similar technology to what you encountered before, the forerunners, as the Ithic called them, I suppose they classified different groups. Perhaps the inhabitants of this planet would classify as well? I am unsure. But it only activated when Commander Hunt stood on the platform. Yes. Who's sort of crouching uh, off towards the edge. Not over the edge, but he's over near the edge, just sort of crouching and looking out. Uh, looks back. Uh, I don't know. I mean, unless it considers me as a part of their slave race. Humans? Yeah, well, maybe, but... I certainly don't recall learning about any such technology as this being found on Earth. Well, just because it's never been found doesn't mean it's not there. That is true. The Ithic were slaves to the Forerunners, or servants, weren't they? Uh, they certainly didn't consider themselves slaves. They said they had worked for who they called the Forerunners. I mean, they seemed quite pleased about this. They were a little unclear on what their ancestors had actually done for them, though. Wow, this place seems to go on forever. It does. These forerunners had some very complex building tools. What's the point in a place this size? I mean, like, it's huge. Well, we were getting the energy reading from here. I suppose that tells us nothing of what it was for. I guess we can only investigate once we reach the ground. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, it just doesn't seem to make sense to make a chamber, you know, uh, umpteen kilometers wide and umpteen kilometers deep. I suppose... They could have been mining, and this is what's left. Yeah, but it appears it to be perfectly symmetrical. Formed. Yes, yeah. for mining, it's not roughly scraped or anything. This is very clearly built with purpose. We just don't know what that purpose is. Could be a storage facility. That is true. If they had to store either 
very large objects or very many objects. Large energy reading could be a power source for a ship mm. that is maybe able to warp through material. Mountain. Or it could be that this is where they generate the black hole. Wait. The, the if black hole is systems if away. The, if it could be that they were trying to generate one in this system. That is possible. These are purely theoreticals. It would have to be a very small black hole to fit in here, though. No, that the, is... the power <laughs> supply to generate said black uh, hole. Yes, that, that makes <laughs> more sense. Not the black hole itself. Yes, I, I, I don't think they would wish to place a black hole here. Alright, I guess Hunt's just peering off over the edge. Um, in a crouch position, obviously, you know, steadying himself <laughs> with his hands beside his... He's uh, taking... Uh, even though he's at the edge, he's obviously taking... Um, it looks like he's, uh, you know, maintaining the utmost caution. It's just we prepare for a combat situation. Hunt looks back, a little bit concerned on his face. What What do you mean? Do you think there's more robots down here that you guys encountered on? There was last time. I, it seems like an automated defender. Uh, it would only make sense that there might be some here as well. There'd be much more room for them. Hunt looks down at his um, waistband that's empty. Yes, hmm. he did leave his phaser behind. Did you forget to bring it. Hunt looks up at Aura. Uh, and turns back looking over the side. Do you want mine? I really do prefer not to use it. That's okay, Lieutenant. If I need it, I'll um, grab it off you. Uh, I suppose. I mean, it's always good to be prepared, but I... I mean, you guys were on a ship before, so, to, so it makes sense to have an automated defense system in something that could be encountered, you know, in space. This place seems to be fairly well hidden. Still, you might want something to discourage the local population from entering. The, oh, oh, I see. It is possible if the local population of this planet were considered a slave race by the forerunners that they would be able to gain access. I am also unclear on why it accepted Commander Hunt. However, I suppose it only matters that it did. Yeah, we only had a brief encounter with the Ethics. That is true, and I believe I saw just as many of them as you. And uh, medical? I passed all the medical tests? Yes. And as far as we know, we haven't been contaminated by any of the locals here. As far as we know, and again, I don't imagine you would have had any more contact with them than the rest of us, so it is perplexing. Hmm, very so. Perhaps we should run some more medical scans once we get back to the ship. 
I agree. For now, there's not much we can do in terms of that. When do you think this thing is going to stop? Oh, looks like we're <laughs> almost here. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Aura <laughs> Aura <clears throat> uh, draws his phaser and uh, kind of points it off into the direction as we get lower uh, and moves to the, the center of the disc. Kel will, I suppose, reluctantly draw her phaser. Hunt stands up as the um, the, the, the disc sort of uh, rests on the ground below. I guess with a a quiet thud. And as it locks into place, all the lights go out and it goes pitch black. Oh. It's not very practical. Oh. Oh dear. Uh, Hunt taps his comm badge. Uh, still no contact with the ship. Ah, uh, okay. Well, we uh, best look out for each other. What do we see around us in the landing area? Nothing at the moment. Oh, right. Yeah, it's black. Okay. So pull out the flashlight, click it on, shine it around. Do I see anything? Any lights clicking on anywhere? It is flat. There are markings. Um, I called them runes, but they're not exactly ruins. They're, they're more... I mean, they could, they can be that, but uh, mm. they're definitely markings. They're on the floor. Uh, you, you can see about 25 feet, and you can't really see much more than that. But from where you were coming down, you think it was coming down roughly the center of the room. Okay. All right. Well, Hunt will head over to the Yannick because Hunt didn't bring a flashlight. I don't think Kel did either because I specifically remember her bringing medical supplies, but that was kind of it. But I have a tricorder. So he'll pull the tricorder out. And... He's... It's obviously the, the tricorder's lit up, so he can see it probably in the dark, obviously. But, um, hmm. Well. Uh, scanner's being jammed, or... And he looks up, so maybe reflecting off some surfaces, but I'm definitely detecting a large energy source here. Mm. Somewhere. This reminds well. me of the space station that was generating the black hole with the, the way that yeah the way that the scanners don't work in, even inside of it um how how far down are we several kilometers sorry how, how far a couple of k's and what's the size of the planet sure what kind Big. of power source are we reading because I mean, I'm just trying to get at oh, you. Might, you. It might um, be because you're getting I can't ascertain the planetary that. core, right? So I can't ascertain that, Commander. Um, I'm just. I mean, here, and he shows you the um, 
shows you the tri-quarter readings. You might be able to decipher it better than me. Doesn't seem to be geothermic in the energy That is signature. correct. Okay. So it's not a volcano or anything like that. Still, I'm assuming it's a bit warmer down here. Obviously, it was showing Yannick the, um, right. the tricorder readings. Does it appear to... Can you pinpoint the source of the energy reading that you're getting? No, can't. Unable to do that, Commander. You're not really a scientist. Perhaps Mr. Thatcher should be should be conducting this survey. It's uh Well, uh, Commander, I've had basic training. Th there Ooh. there is a light over there. I hate to interrupt your argument, or not argument, as the case may be. Uh just pointing out matter of facts. I hate to po interrupt your pointing out of facts, but there is a light over there. Hmm. Hunt squints in the dark. <laughs> Which none of us see we, because it's dark. None, I don't of, know. none of you see because it's pitch black. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, oh, we should probably we make our way towards the light. I suppose it's as good a course of action as any. Lieutenant, can you make out any of these readings as um, Hunt sort of drops back to where Aura is and shows Aura the um, tricorder readings? Let me see. And Aura pulls out his own tricorder and... The, it looks like the energy readings are coming from all around, everywhere at once. Um, everywhere? Yeah. It must be... It's like almost like it's coming out of the walls. This whole place to... is the source of the energy? Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's very... I mean, as far as my understanding goes, it's not a very efficient system. Seems to work. Or at least the disc did. I don't know what the whole thing's supposed to be doing. Yeah, I don't know. Well, in the absence of further evidence, I would suggest we keep moving towards the light. And it is an open doorway, like a passage. Definitely uh, creature-made. It's not a natural formation. It is two straight edges, and a, they meet like a uh, more in a triangle fashion with a straight upper ceiling bit. So it's definitely manufactured. And how large is it? About 12 feet. Okay. Ah. So it might be large creatures that we're dealing with. It does feel a little like we're supposed to go in here, doesn't it? All the lights I went out. Say so. Except this. Hmm. Yeah, I will step for I will step forward. Um as I step forward, uh I still don't have my phaser drawn. Is it is it better lit as we move forward now? Are there more uh, you lights? Can see. It's, it's a faint blue light 
that's okay. emanating from the walls. Okay, yeah, uh. but there is light. Okay. And is there more, um, like, runic-type carvings on the floor? <clears throat> as Not as many on the floor, floor, but there is on the wall. Mm. Okay. So I'll ask the others, does does any of this mean anything to you? And What is this room? I guess I can look at it too and see if it means anything <laughs> to me. It is about 14 feet wide and it just goes on in a straight line. The hallway thing? Okay. Yeah. I don't think huh? I've seen any of these symbols before. Well, I definitely haven't either. Yeah. I, I don't recognize them from anything that I've studied. They don't look like anything that was on the artifact? I'm sort of tracing his hand over some of the runes. Or the, um, what, did, what did you call them? Symbols. Symbols, yeah. Hmm. Are they etched into the wall? Yes. Sorry, do they look like uh, what was on the artifact? Um, yeah, they, they're not not exactly, but you a bit like if you found different forms of ancient Egyptian hieroglyphics. They might have changed mm. over time, but you would definitely go, ah, this is same sort of sort of style, mm. and, and you'd recognize certain things even if they might have changed. But I'm going to spend threat. Oh. <laughs> Good. Touch the wall. Oh no. It glows and then rumbles. And that symbol slowly recedes into the wall. Hunt steps back. And there's a click and a loud rumble oh. through the facility. Maybe you specifically shouldn't touch anything because the disc only reacted to you. Razor's ready. We don't know what's going to come out of there. Hunt's just shrugging. I didn't do anything. No, you touched it. I mean, all you did was step on the disc and that made it activate. Uh, all right. Um, hmm. Hunt's looking down at his hands and looking at the wall. How far has it receded into the wall? About a foot and a half. Okay. Has the sound stopped? Yes. And we don't see that anything else has changed? Nope. Okay. Okay. So I'm going to mention to Commander Hunt that maybe he, until we have a better understanding of what's going on here, I would suggest you maybe... Keep your hands to yourself. All right. If I had pockets, I would be putting my hands in my pockets. Hunt simply folds his arms. Looks quite annoyed. <laughs> Very well, Commander. No more touching anything from here onwards. Uh, no, I said until we get a better understanding of what's happening. It's Understood. Best if we're not messing with stuff we don't know, really. Should we continue on, or 
Well, Shh. and as Hunt's sort of walking away from the thing and he's looking at it, he's like, well, well, I wasn't exactly trying to interact with it. I was just merely tracing out the symbols. I don't think you did anything on well, purpose. In that sense, would what would, would would it not be um, um, in in order to to see if it? Re- well, would you like me to try and see if anything to happens? Anyone else? Yeah. Uh, again, I'm just asking, as the EXO, <laughs> until we have a better understanding of what is going on here. Maybe it's best if we don't go touching things that we're not sure about. Okay, XO. Understood. You know, at least let's take a look at it before we decide to interact with it. That's all I'm getting at. Well, Aura wants to take a a closer look at the symbol that was pressed into the wall uh, and the symbols around it. Um, They look kind of like a cross between Egyptian and like Chinese where there's pictograms, but also strokes. Um, but nothing that is familiar. Um, the one that was inlet into the wall, is it glowing? It isn't now, but it was. Okay. Some of the others still are. Shall we investigate? this corridor at least and Hunt's sort of looking a little bit perplexed we should see where it goes Amanda yes would you like to lead the way you're the one with the light I I don't think I'm the only one with a light but yes sure I will lead further down the corridor and I guess we'll be looking for any kind of repetition in the symbols along the wall Maybe particularly anything that's looks vaguely familiar to what uh, what uh, um, Hunt had uh, depressed earlier. So you you sort of see that the corridor ahead, the lights are flickering, and as you get closer, you can see that the wall on the left has a large crack in it, possibly from one of the earthquakes, and steam every now and again, is blasting out of it. Hmm. And you can see that as you approach. And when you get... I'm, I'm assuming you're going to get right up to it, but when you get semi-close, it has a, it, it blasts again with a fair amount of force, and it hits the fair wall, far wall. It doesn't do any damage, but you feel definite heat from it, for, even ah. from the distance you're at. So you know that it's, it's probably superheated. I'm just going to try and count the time between these blasts. And you definitely feel that there is a pattern after a little bit. It is, so it's not natural. Can we ask... Possibly uh, one of the vents has been damaged. Okay. I'll ask uh, um, Lieutenant Aura to see if the power fluctuates uh, in, in, uh, in a synchronous pattern with the... Uh, what seems to be some kind of an exhaust thing. All right. Um, let's see here. And Aura walks a little bit closer and uh, takes out his tricorder and is going to try it and get more information about it. 
Oops, that is... Well, right. to success? So, this, this is the same power source that we were detecting earlier that was all around us. Um, and doesn't appear to be fluctuating at all. Oh, would he get momentum with that? One, apparently. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. Someone keeping track of momentum at the moment? We've got three. Alright. And it goes off again. Um, I, you know what? I'm, my mind's elsewhere. Did Hunt was asking if there was a, um, a regularity to how often the, uh, the thing vents. Uh, is there? Right. So, you think, Lieutenant, that uh, the blasts are associated with the, um, the energy source that's surrounding us? Because he's calling over the, um, the steam that's shooting <laughs> out. Uh, I think it just turned off, but yes. <laughs> um... Yes, I'm uh, very sure of it, actually. Uh, I would say, without doubt, the steam is either the energy source itself or a byproduct of the energy source. Well, I've calculated, and another steam starts, a uh, shot of steam starts to shoot out, and hunt waits. Um, they seem to be going in three, five, two, three, five second bursts. Three, five, two. Three seconds, psh, and then another shot of steam <laughs> shoots out. Five seconds until the next one. And then two seconds, then three seconds, and then five seconds. Okay. So we wait till it's five and go? Correct. Hunt realizes he was yelling over the quiet <laughs> well, I guess we're waiting for the five second gap and whoever's going on a five give me a roll oh great Secure going daring security alright guess I'm going first go for it mm, two so you are across alright Keller alright okay. one more momentum one more momentum. Um, I'll try. Look at you. Okay, so one is definitely one. one yeah, that's gonna work. Uh, the nine. If my number is a nine, that's not under a nine, so that doesn't count as a success. Correct? Or what? What he said ties. You get the the tie. Oh, if, tie? if it ties, yeah. we get it. Okay. Okay. Yes. Then I have multiple successes. So how many? Does the one count as two? I believe so. So then I've got three. Okay. And that should max it out. You can have more than six. Uh, that would bring us to six, yeah. Right. Uh, ever since Commander Hunt talked about the timing pattern, Kel has kind of been under her breath, muttering the <laughs> numbers of seconds, and as soon as she thinks there is the appropriate gap, she's just going to dart across, and then when she gets through, just kind of be like... Did Okay, great, great. I counted right. 
I'm not burned to death. Yannick, do you think this is really necessary? Is there another way we could go? But I would, Yannick was going to ask um, uh, the DM, is there, is, like, is there, is there another way across? I was thinking we were kind of, this thing took the, the, the width of the corridor that we're in, and so you had to pretty much jump, like, time yourself. You are correct. Go through it. There is one passage. So, yes, I'm afraid there is no other way around this time. All right, I suppose I will go next. No success. No success. Oh, well. Oh, dear. Can I use a point of momentum since we have six? You definitely can. What's Aura doing to get through, though, and getting burned? So Aura uh, runs up to right before, and then he stops and hesitates, even though it's not going. He's like, okay. And then he goes, and as he's going across, the blast of steam uh, hits him in the back, and uh, he's singed decently much. A decent amount. Uh, and he kind of um, falls to the ground on the other side and starts to roll. <laughs> hot, hot, hot. Well, Kel, who didn't bring a flashlight but did bring medical supplies, is going to run over and investigate what's going on. You, you, like, spent a whole second on the other side. I was working up the courage. Okay, well, can I please take... Don't roll! It's not fire, it's steam. I need to take a look at the burns. And Aura, Aura lays on his stomach... Um, and you can see that the back of his uniform has been filled with uh, kind of Swiss cheese-like holes. Uh, and there are... Uh, what color would the welts be? Dark purple? Right. Dark, dark blue, dark purple, yeah. Uh, has kind of formed. Can and I do a medicine roll? Do anything about this? Sure. Is it daring or control? Considering he's no longer jumping through steam, can it be control? I will allow, or? I will allow your you to decide how you think your character would be. Uh, I guess it's probably daring, isn't it? All right, daring medicine. I think I've used up all my good rolls, though. So let's see. Let's see. Oh, but uh, since I'm using my med kit, extra die. Excellent, excellent. Well, that's uh, <laughs> two success since the one counts as two. Thank goodness, because the 19 and 12 were not. Oh, actually, no, 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 12 would, because it's uh, eight. Okay, okay, three success. But the 19, yeah, no. I got nothing. That will be so, our official rule, so a d4. So I will roll a d4, and Kel is basically, what she is doing, regardless of what the roll will be, is putting some dermaline on there, because that is a treatment for burns, so with that hypospray, and then also applying a local anesthetic to the area. And sadly, that's only one. <laughs> but, well, hey, we're underground. Burns are difficult, yep. Yeah. Yep. Not, so you get I one didn't back. bring... Burn specific applies. Sorry, Aura. And we'll say that it. Um, and if you if it is something specific, like as in 
a focus, we might allow like a plus one to it. Okay. Well, I don't have a burn focus. All I've got no. is uh, xenobiology, I mean. which technically Aura is an alien to me, but I'm not going to push for that. But I think that that worked out fair enough. Burns are difficult. So, yep. so yeah, it's just basically applying topical treatments, a local anesthetic, and a basically a very fancy burn ointment is what the other one would be. But it's it's good and enough we'll to say help it doesn't heal. Get worse. Yep. Definitely stabilized at least. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Yannick, go for it. Feel much pain. Okay, so Yannick is going to attempt to make his way across. All right. Oh. Nothing and a complication. <laughs> Damn. So Yannick is is clearly rattled by seeing Aura get get uh, burned. Oh no. And when he goes to jump across, that's just that's crossing his mind that one of my charges has taken uh, taken an injury. This is not this is not good. And boom, he stumbles on the on the uh, last step as he's about to clear, and then it falls back a bit and catches a brunt of it. You know what? Say I drop the flashlight. Oh. Uh, just because, you know, I reach back and, ah! and flashlight flies out of his hand. That was, that was a terrible roll. It really, <laughs> it really was. was. It really, really was. Tino, no. All right. So now we've got DXO also burned. Um, now I got I got to see because I've got I've got the colon R thing. So I don't know if that allows him to just like ignore it or, or what I mean it's obviously there but I don't know I don't know if did this happen like well did he jump through well Kel is no, I, I doing well. medical I, treatment already because she wouldn't have noticed so if he doesn't say anything well, well unless, if, if the yeah, clothing if is he burned, ran through then, then Hunt yeah. would probably catch him on the other side oh yeah okay. no I did I yelped and I dropped the, uh, oh, okay, okay. The, the flashlight, yes. Hmm. Lieutenant, the commander's got himself unstuck as well. Oh, coming. Uh, lowers the commander down to the ground. Aura, you should be fine for now. We'll deal with it more back on the ship. Please don't do that again. And Cal will head over to look at the XO. I think I'm going to have to on the way back, aren't I? Well, hopefully not. Yeah, so it says you may, you reduce the difficulty of all tasks to resist coercion, mental uh, mental intrusion, pain, and other mental attacks by two. Well, even if he doesn't feel the pain as much, if he's visibly burned, I'm dealing with it. Yes. Dice Maiden, we haven't had any fights today so far, so please, you know. No, really? Really? That's one success. Wow. <laughs> 219s, that could have been bad. <sighs> really, Dice Maiden? That is one success. Okay, well, it's going to be the same sort of thing here. Still just applying burn treatment and... 
a local anesthetic. And <laughs> burns are still difficult. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Dice maiden, really? So that's a, uh, yeah. They're both slightly better off. Uh, definitely, yep, not getting worse, which is important with burns. If you don't deal with them immediately, the burn can just kind of continue to spread through more layers of skin. So Kel's satisfied that she's at least prevented that and they shouldn't be in much pain at the moment because of the anesthetic. As soon as we get back to the ship, you two are going straight to Medbay. All right. Hmm. Hunt's just looking at the three of them on the floor. Hmm. Back at the flashlight. Aura's still got his flashlight, right? Yep. He's looking at the flashlight. Does he visibly seem like he wants to go grab it? No. Okay. It is on the ground next to him. Uh, All right. Hunt will pick up the flashlight. Uh, uh, Let me take care of this. Are the two of you going to be alright to continue on? Uh, Thanks to you, Doc. I uh, should be okay to keep going for a while, but... I think I shouldn't push it too much. Hmm. Depending on how long we're down here, I can provide you with more anesthetic if necessary, but I'm hoping it won't be for that period of time. Are they right to move? Should we leave them here? Yeah, Yannick says he's good to... Definitely good to... I don't believe moving would really worsen anything as it stands. They are stabilized. As long as neither of you does anything particularly strenuous or gets burned again, we should be fine. I can't promise that. Or it kind of clears his throat and uh, gets to his feet. I'll do your best. All right, as long as you think you're okay. I guess we'd better keep going then. The quicker we get out of here, the sooner I can get the two of you some proper burn treatment hunt heads off down the hole way uh Kel's probably gonna hang back just so the two injured ones are in her line of sight uh, she doesn't think they're gonna collapse or anything but she would feel responsible if they did and she didn't notice so or will follow and he's kind of um flexing his back a little bit like kind of stretching trying to um uh kind of see how bad it is, like it, what his mobility is like. Please do not do that. I don't want you rupturing any blisters. Uh, sorry, Doc. Yep, uh, Yannick's going to be following uh, Hunt because he can't be, doesn't have a flashlight to be leading anymore, so um, probably the the hand that is burnt is so that maybe that arm's in a sling or something now. It definitely could be. If if the arm itself, the mobility isn't impaired, I probably would have just wrapped the hand. But if a sling would be beneficial, then we could do that too. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? All right, a sling it is. 
say that was part of the complication that you know burned that a good portion of that arm so it's best to keep it stable so he's still got his phaser hand free so if he has to draw his phaser and fire he's okay but so ahead the blue light starts to become a flickering red hmm. this isn't ominous at all interesting isn't it there's something inherently more alarming about the shift from blue to red even though you wouldn't think it should necessarily be yeah I'm not sure Lieutenant Hunt calls back but um, he still continues on forward and you get to an area where the entire passage has fallen away. Ooh. The floor is about two feet wide, and it's uneven on the edges. And where the walls and roof would have been are completely gone. You can see the passage is whole again in about 150 feet. To your right and left, about a kilometre and a half down, are great lakes of bubbling red lava. <laughs> and it is mm. truly terrifying and truly beautiful at the same time. Please tell me we don't have to jump over that. It, uh, jumping? Certainly not. Walking on the narrow pathway? I believe yes. If you believe you can jump 150 feet, I would be most impressed, but I wouldn't recommend the attempt. How narrow is this path? It was two feet, yeah? Mm -hmm. Two feet wide? Mm. So. So, yeah, you, yes. come to the you come to the edge and it's now open. The roof is gone. You can see upwards. And you can see a fair amount. The, the lava is casting everything in a, in a red sort of glow. And then it's a mm. long way down. You can The wind is like... You can you can hear it quite quite clearly. You can see okay. the lava moving on the on the, you know it's a fair way down. If anyone's got vertigo, you know, like looking down is is not a good. Every now and again, it bubbles and jets shoot up a hundred feet into the air. Not high enough to get up here, but truly fascinating. Seeing the formation of a planet like this, it's the. Lava flows this close to the surface. I know we're fairly far down, but still, it's uh, unexpected. Indeed. Perhaps this is the reason for the artifact that we are currently in, the building we're currently in, to harvest power from the lava. Well, from it. I suppose it's a question of is the artifact here because the lava's here or is the lava here because the artifact's here? That's true. Perhaps we will find the answers across the bridge. Hopefully. Um, I would just remind everyone I did request no further burns and that does include falling into a pit of lava. Do you have any suggestions for how not to fall into a pit of lava? 
medical suggestions? Uh, no. The only advice I can really offer is walk carefully, I suppose. Well, that's two feet wide, Lieutenant, and the wind seems to be buffeting quite strong, so um, either mm. we stay low and crouch and crawl across, um, or we stand and halt. I'm more inclined to be crawling across. If that makes sense. I would prefer that personally as well. Yes, I, I agree. Not the most dignified uh, mode of transportation, but perhaps uh, more dignified than plummeting into a pool into a of lava. Of lava. I know some Klingons that would disagree. Well, we promise not to tell them. And their disagreement would probably only be for a short period of time. So, all right. Hunt takes the initiative and starts crawling across the, um, oh, this two foot wide bridge. Yep. Using his hands, grabbing on to the sides. Oh, really? Of course it's a roll. Why would it not be a roll? Do I get an extra dice for taking my time? <laughs> none, of, none of us have a focus in not being killed by lava, do we? No, because it's just control. It's no, I'll lower the difficulty. That's fair. You have momentum. This is this is sort of yeah. The, um... I think I'm going to spend the momentum. Yeah, go for it. So you get an extra yeah. die. It's still daring. Dar- uh, daring. Security, what? I guess. Security. security. Yeah, security's oh, for like yeah. all the actives. St- I know. My my two worst uh yeah. stats there. Oh my god. Oh no. But I got two successes. And a complication. And a complication. I know what the complication is. Please don't be concussed. Okay, you get one momentum. Okay, so I get one momentum back. Okay. You get across? Yes. What goes wrong? But on the way over, Hunt had um, made sure that he switched the flashlight off. But he was still holding it in his hand. Mm. And because it was still in his hand, he uh, it was in his right hand. And he was trying to grab onto the edges of the, um, of the bridge. Uh, which is not really good when you're trying to clasp a, uh, a flashlight and clasp the side of the, um, the bridge at the same time. And as soon as he got onto the bridge, um, uh, his hand just slipped and the um, he almost went over with it, uh, trying to oh, catch the, the flashlight. But his, his fingers just sort of like touched it, almost got it, but it just flicked and started sp- and it just spiraled down into the... Uh, the lava depths below. Hmm. <laughs> Bad day for flashlights. Um, and then Hunt sort of looks at the three behind him. Or is just glaring at him. Sweat <gasps> beating off his face. He... Was Aura particularly attached to that flashlight? Well, he, he was holding on to it, and it was perfectly fine when Aura was holding on to it. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but Hunt took it and immediately lost it. yeah um so hunt hunt managed to 
uh, crawl over to the other side and yeah he's uh, looking quite stressed so I, I, uh, out of that because of the fall he took a, a point of stress as well uh, more mental stress I guess is that okay yeah yeah your, your stress covers is it, remember a lot of trek is um, abstract so stress covers yeah. both mental and physical so yeah it's totally legit yeah so f almost falling into a, 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 a yeah burning pit of lava is yeah not the idea of um, Hunt's getaway holiday or even getaway mission holiday. or even danger <laughs> Like, put, he, put him in a ship flying around lava? Not a problem. At least you got the ship's hold to protect you. And shields. <laughs> um, clothy, clothy material isn't going to protect you for very long. <laughs> against lava. Or dice, mate. Or dice, mate. Yeah. So Hunt's sort of looking back at the rest of them uh, with sweat beating off his face. He's obviously stressed out and shaking a little bit. So uh, bring him in with confidence. Yeah. Everyone is so sure it'll go well now. After you, Commander. Uh, no, the Commander, I'll go last. Uh, Aura, if you don't want to go next, I can try my luck. Uh, Alright. Alright, I'm definitely spending a momentum as we're using my two worst, <laughs> my two worst numbers here. What type of role is it again? It's a daring security. Ah. Which is, uh, neither one of those is really my forte. Yeah, those are my two worst as well. Not daring and not secure. Okay, well. I think you get an extra dice as well if you take it. I rolled slow. an extra dice. What? No, no, I got I an extra one for momentum. We just spent some momentum. Yeah, oh, Adam spent also spent well. momentum. Okay. Uh, so I have two success. Uh, so Kel is... <laughs> having witnessed the... loss of the flashlight and the near loss of a commander uh, going much more slowly as she's not overly fond of heights to begin with. So she takes at least twice as long as Commander Hunt did, but she doesn't have any instances of slipping or appearing like she's going to fall. So very slowly, but securely, she will eventually make her way over to the other side and stand up looking a little pale. Uh, Aura now has a little bit more confidence uh, and after seeing... Uh, Kel successfully get across, and he is going to use momentum as well. <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. Oh, no. One success. And, and a, a complication. complication. Oh, my God. Huh. Good thing you used that momentum. <laughs> so as he's going across the bridge, one of the earthquakes that has been happening frequently happens. And the whole tunnel starts to shake as he's crossing this narrow bridge and he clings onto it for dear life as boulders um, kind of come off the, the sides and fall into the lava around him um, 
and eventually it subsides and he is visibly shaken uh, and stays there clutching it for a good five, ten minutes, just holding on to it before he uh, shimmies across. Um, and he looks very distraught. Uh, so the complication is mental stress. Um, is that uh, just measured under stress? Yep, yes, same. Okay, and just one or multiple, do you think? I think it's up to it's you. It's up to you. Okay, uh, I will roll a d4. A d4. Good. Uh, a single d4 that's been rolled for a little while has been one. Yeah. So the um, the stress of the situation reopened the blisters from the the steam vents. Wait, is it mental stress or physical? <laughs> it's it can be a bit of both. I, uh, but there is a there can be a physical component of it too, because it's the exact same amount that was healed. I don't know. He he makes it across and just kind of uh, uh, grabs onto Hunt as he gets across for dear life. Are you spending okay. one? Okay, I am going to spend one. Yes. Okay. Uh, so um, Yannick tries to to put aside the. Uh, the, the pain and, and dealing with the sling still tries to to go uh, full bore across with the crawling so let's see wowzers oh, look good. at that that's Four much better successes. <laughs> he nice. scoots across that like nothing and in fact <laughs> He's never I can even better. I could make it five because I've got hazard awareness for a <laughs> focus yeah, so he he manages to, to get across uh, pretty quickly, and, and you guys still see it as, wow, what a display of Vulcan stoicism as he mm. moves across there like he's in no pain whatsoever. Well, that was something. Everyone made it. Wow. I'm impressed. Commander. Does he walk across or crawl across? <laughs> I, don't know, I crawl. I crawled. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he skips across, <laughs> eyes closed. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Full on runs across a sprint. I wish this walkway was five times as long. He says. Like running down a super steep uh, flight of stairs, running full blast down these stairs. No worries. I'm really beginning to hope there is another way out of here. Yes, same. Hunt looks at his he empty hands. Looks down the hallway. Is it dark or is it lit red? It's it's faint. Once you're on the other side, it's faint blue again. Like once oh, you enter blue. the 
Once you enter the actual uh, passage. Alright. Hunt gathers his wits and then starts to walk down the hallway. Uh, yep. Carl's going to follow as well. So it goes for about another kilometre and then it comes to the end of the passage and whatever is beyond is in darkness. Huh. I don't suppose anyone's particularly good at seeing in the dark? So it goes a kilometre before it starts to get dark again. It gets dark like at a hard line. Oh. There's just darkness all of a sudden. The passage ends, or you're pretty sure the passage ends, and the room beyond is in darkness. What now? Mm. Yeah, so Hunt's, Hunt, Hunt's sort of following like the left set side of the wall and just sort of guiding with his right hand using the tricorder up in front of him. As you step in, the passage width, so about 12 feet, lights up and goes in stages like doom, 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 doom. and it goes for about a kilometre and a half and then all these lights go on and there is some form of machine and it's about a kilometre tall and about 800 oh. metres wide Interesting A machine? Mm-hmm. It's definitely a machine At the end of the is... kilometre? Yeah passageway yeah and it is huge i take out my tricorder and try and get a reading on it is it giving off any sort of uh either biosignature or uh energy signature So that appears to be the source of our energy uh, signature we've been detecting. Certainly looks the part. Perhaps this is what is causing the quakes. Well, I suppose we go see if there's a obvious way to deactivate it. I don't know if deactivating it is the right move at this point. We don't know enough about it. It might be holding the whole planet together for all we know. Something has clearly gone wrong if it's if it is causing the quakes. Hmm. Okay. I guess Hunt will lower his tricorder because the lights are obviously <laughs> on now. And I guess we're walking towards the the big gigantic machine that is apparently holding this planet together. So Aura theorizes. Be. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Can neither confirm nor deny. Um, Hunt's just sort of looking at it in, um, oh, I guess, stark amazement. Wow, that thing is absolutely huge. It is. It's... Does anyone see a clear entrance? To the machine? Yes. Looking at the size uh, of it that that we can see from where we are, does it look like it would fit in that other room that we were in? Yeah, possibly. And nothing will prevent us from approaching it? No, it's flat leading up to it. All right. Hey, I guess we make our way yeah. towards the thing then. Yep. And when we get up close, we'll take a look to see if there's any markings on it. 
And I know Aura wants to look for an entrance. Look for an entrance, yeah. There is no entrance. There is a large control panel. Does the control panel have any familiar icons on it? It looks the same sort of stuff what you've been looking at. There's not enough to, to be able to work out like what it means specifically just by looking at it. Yep. No, no, but I was I was more of the mind of it. Is it familiar to what Aura and and, and uh, Yannick saw on the space station or mm-hmm. similar to the icons that we've seen written on the walls and the floor and similar yes. style type of thing? Well, if everything else we've encountered is anything to go by, then Commander Hunt would be the only one who'd be able to make this do anything, but because we don't know what anything on the control panel means, whether or not it would be something we want it to do is the question. We could make it worse. Definitely a possibility. We have no idea what it's meant to be doing, if it's doing that, or what it could do. Does it look like it's... Can, can we get a, a feel, like if we look down low, is it it, does it look like it's boring into the planet's surface, or or deeper into the planet's surface, or what is it, you can, what is it doing? You can, you can give me a roll to try to work some stuff out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so can um, Kel. Now, I will tell both oh. of you, this is a difficult roll. Okay, well, I'll spend momentum. Yeah, we've got three. So. Uh, we've actually got four. Oh, do we? Okay. I... Oh, right. Um... What kind of a role is this? Uh, this will be a reason medicine for you, and there's Yay! reason science. Okay. Reason science? Okay. Or engineering. I'll allow either. Now it's some of my best instead of my absolute worst. After you, Kel. All right. Kel will investigate. Dice Maiden, please. Don't hate me. All right, Dice Maiden, all right, two success. That is three successes for me. Actually, four successes for me. Oh, nice. Correct. Okay. Okay, so for my part, I'll say it it looks like this machine is actually here to kind of monitor the planet. And it's also, it's part of a propulsion or a navigation system that allowed the planet to actually be moved. So perhaps were they called the Forerunners? They might have tried to create a planetary system. How do you know that, Commander? Just just looking at the what the machine is doing to the core of the planet and based off the energy readings that were uh, that we were uh, picking up before it was sending off a specific tachyon signature that is used to analyze various geological outputs and atmospheric outputs so that's how we're guessing that this thing was monitoring the planet as far as this being part of a propulsion and navigation system the volume of the power draw is much too large to correlate to simply monitoring 
just looking at what we can see here, it doesn't look like it's the complete part of the machine. Perhaps the other empty rooms that we were in held similar components. Where those components might be now, I do not know. Kel has not really heard any of this because she was just doing a sort of general scan and then appeared to become very interested in part of the control panel and has since been sort of collecting samples in the way you would if you, I guess, were working a crime scene, like swabbing <laughs> surfaces and uh, collecting those in sterile containers and is doing a more thorough scan on the area as well. Hmm. Well, Hunt probably wouldn't really have noticed because he's just looking up at this <laughs> big monstrosity. That is fair. Uh, did you find out on the control panel, Kel, what what uh, what buttons or whatever do, do oh, what? I have absolutely no idea what it's for. But I did find some DNA. It's um the the founders, what the Ithic called the forerunners. Some of their DNA. It's not in it's not a very good sample. It's not what I'd hope for, but I can tell that they were or are reptilian. The the closest thing I can think to compare the DNA to would be Gorn. Fascinating. How long would that DNA that you're picking up off the control panel um, how long would that would that stay on there? Just trying to find out if they have have been using that control panel recently or honestly i have no idea it seems like a very old uh okay just perhaps preserved very well because i i don't imagine a lot of people make it down one one further bit of information i can tell you is that it appears that this system uh this machine seems to be um falling apart it's nearing the end of its life cycle. But what does that mean for the planet? I can't imagine it means anything good, but truly it's unknown. If it really is just a monitoring system, then it might not mean anything bad for the planet at all. But but would the increase in the seismic activity have to do with it coming to an end? I'm sorry, can you repeat that, please? You said the system is coming to the end of its cycle. Uh, it's, it, sorry, the I mean, it's the the it's a machine that we're looking at, and the machine yes. is failing. That's all I was. Trying yes, to say. would that be causing the earthquakes, though? Very likely causing the earthquakes. Yes, because of the fact that the engines are not firing correctly. Oh, so and uh, Hans looking up at the, the he's he's trying to figure out. You don't. You think he's trying to see if he can look at the highest point of this machine, and he's like, well, "So, like a feedback pulse." It's um, but if the if if 
this machine was designed to move this planet and it's not needing to be able to do that anymore. Um, uh, I mean, this planet's in orbit now, so... Would shutting the system off... Why even... What, what, but why, why even would it still be running? Um, you said it was monitoring? Um... Uh, Maybe it was running for a certain period of time to, 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 to make sure that the the planet was in the correct orbit um, and never switched off. I don't know. But it seems like the, the logical thing to do, uh, Commando, the logical thing would be to switch it off. Without being aware of what it, for sure, what it does? Well, I said it, <laughs> it's part of a propulsion or navigation system. Part of. So surely it's not providing propulsion or navigation to this planet. Not at the moment, but it may have. In the past. In the past, and it also may be so integrated into the planet that turning it off. However, not turning it off. uh, Destroys the planet. Clearly, it coming to its end, as the EXO said, is increasing the seismic activity and we already know that within two months that is going to destroy this planet correct i i I do agree that i i i I do think turning it uh attempting to uh disable it is the the safe choice to go uh to to make there may be a third option no we could try and fix it why would we wish to uh, well, if we fix it, the quakes would stop, and we know we're not destroying the planet. If we fix it, technology we don't understand, do we have any way of knowing it won't simply break again? And if we can find what the problem is. I think it's worth attempting, considering we have that the planet still has two months. Do we wish to leave a, a strange artifact running deep within a planet that was created by people whose intentions are unknown to us which may affect the citizens of a planet who have no knowledge of it. We could give them knowledge of it. Is that wise? We were worried enough about them finding the crashed shuttle and you're suggesting we give them access to technology that could move a planet. I suppose not, but it is their planet. But it isn't their technology. No, but they might have to uh, take control of it in order to stay alive. Is there a data terminal anywhere? Or just like the control panel? It looks panel? similar to um, the black hole one, but not the same. You're definitely sure the functions are different, but so, Aura, do you think that this propulsion system yes. could be trying to control the planet's orbit and the earthquakes are uh, resulting from, uh, because of the age of the mechanical system, um, it's under uh, duress fighting against the, the gravitational forces? So. Uh, I think we would have observed if there was some uh, non-natural force moving the planet around um if it had a an orbit that wasn't stable we would have noticed that this machine um, this machine is controlling the orbit so it is the orbit 
the orbit for now is stable, but it's um, constantly fighting against gravitational forces, which hence the uh, earthquakes. Or if if this system isn't as strong as it used to be, perhaps the planet is orbiting naturally. However, the system wants it to move elsewhere and is fighting elsewhere. that. Yep. So there's yeah. yes, that's definitely possible. If that is the case, then fixing it could possibly set this planet on a course to some unknown location. Especially if it was designed to go somewhere at a pre-determined um, time. <laughs> I believe attempting to repair it, there's just too many unknown factors that could be devastating for the planet and its inhabitants. As far as we know, it has no function in preserving the structure of the planet just in moving it. Fixing it makes it more likely to move it. Let me ask you this, Lieutenant. Do you think that this machinery was added to this planet as an act of benevolence? Or do you think it was act, uh, done as a hostile act towards the inhabitants or the planet or itself? There's okay. absolutely no way of knowing. However, I would be very careful of the intentions of any group that refers to others as a slave race. Uh, it's a old Earth metaphor. Um, the idea being that ants on the side of a highway would have no concept of what a highway is or uh, any anything about it really insects in this example ah, you not have those. yes and the idea being that uh, small insects are equivalent to the natives here when faced with extraordinary technology but such they did as not refer point. to them as such they referred to them as a slave race they specifically had the ethic doing some unknown form of work for them I can only assume this was placed here for any reason definitely not as a benevolent act they clearly have an interest in controlling the species of other planets and having them work well Perhaps if this is part of a propulsion system, the planet was moved here to save it from a more immediate danger in the system that it was in. I don't see time. why these forerunners would do so, however. They clearly are capable of travel from system to system all over. If this planet was going to be destroyed from everything I've seen of them so far they would have no reason to save it they would simply find another planet with a comparatively primitive race and convince them to do work for them well then perhaps your preconceptions about the forerunners are incorrect it is very possible I can only go with the information I have so far I still, I, I think it is in our best interest to find a way to safely disable the uh, 
the machine. Hunt is allergic to philosophical debate. Yep. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to steer it away from that. I was just, that was my one yep. conflicting yep. thought was it was like, well, what if they did this like as a good thing to move a planet that was in trouble away from an immediate danger? And to do that, they actually devised a propulsion system to put into the planet and had the, the whole planet just picked up and moved. Commander, wouldn't that not have changed the dynamics of the uh, environment on the planet's surface? Yes, it would have. Uh, so it would have essentially destroyed everything anyway. You were saying it's it looks like a propulsion system, and well, there's uh, two 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 thought. Well, there's probably more than two thoughts, but um, either it was specifically designed to move the planet uh, into orbit, or um, it was uh, designed to uh, keep the uh, planet from um, a, a, an orbit of decay. Uh, if yeah. it was installed as an act of benevolence to save the planet. I would still have to assume that they are intelligent enough, if we take a look at the technology, that they would understand this is a system that could decay and create issues in the future, just as the one on the Ithix world was with the black hole, uh, and therefore shut it down if if they just wanted to help the people and leave. Would we have not noticed the uh, an unusual orbit of this planet I ask this is directed to me oh sorry you were just talking so I'm directing it and Hunt's looking at Kel um who wasn't talking about the orbit so she's really confused (laughs) she was just saying she thinks that if they moved the planet because they wanted to help the people that they would have also shut the system off after then Hunt turns to Aura Okay, let's redo this. So, <laughs> uh, do you think the that we would have noticed that this may have been had an unusual orbit before we even got here? Uh, yeah, if there was something propelling it other than gravity, um, if there was some sort of propulsion, we definitely would have noticed it. Um, which is why I don't think the planet is really moving at the moment. But the earthquakes would indicate that either the machine's breaking down and something's happening to the planet that the machine has been stopping or the machine at its age has decided well we're trying to we're going to move the planet to another position or something like that and it's trying to force the planet out of uh, gravitational alignment so Why are you dragging me oh, into that's, these conundrums? That's why I... <laughs> um, no one forced you to chime in, Commander. Well, that that is why I'm so worried about uh, disabling it, because it is causing these earthquakes, meaning it is heavily integrated into... Right. The fact that it's the, failing is what's at very least causing the... it to misfire like this which is causing the earthquakes I I hmm. 
personally, I believe we should shut it down, and this is both having considered it as logically as I can, uh, and less logically, the conclusion I am drawing from what I have observed so far, that these founders appear to just have been hopping around to different planets, using them up as much as they can, and leaving them to die. So I'm not particularly invested in leaving any of their technology running. Yeah, well, we're in agreement, at least Kel and Yannick are in agreement about disabling the, uh, the system. I believe I it's mostly Aura who's arguing. I don't think we're perfectly harmonious on the no, why, but we're no. in agreement that it should be we yes. think it should be disabled. I'm saying that <laughs> my my uh, my research or my uh, investigation here has shown that if the engines are are part firing like the way they are, that's what's causing the massive earthquakes. It's only Aura who's objecting to shutting it down. I believe. Well. I, I kind of think of it along the lines of, you know, if, um, let's say, the Pegasus was uh, stuck in a... Uh, uh, we got caught in, um, you know, the gravitational pull of a black hole. Our engines being new, uh, designed to easily pull us out of that. So a, a controlled exiting of that. Uh, but if the our engines were older from the original Pegasus and not up to the task, then we would, um, you know, uh, a number. The ship would suffer stress while trying to pull away from the gravitational forces. So we might be able to stay in the same position while applying more power to the engines. So could not that be? Could that not be the feasible thing that's happening here? Is that the engines are trying to compensate? for um, gravitational change and it's old and therefore that's creating problems that is a possibility it I'm is. just a pilot um, like, uh, uh, we're talking about a planet here <laughs> yeah but I think um Kel did have a good point with the the motive of the forerunners to do that. Uh, I I don't know why they would want to, given that they also just created a black hole. They don't seem like the planet-saving type. Um, but Exo, you are the acting commander, and I will. If you want us to disable it, I will. Well, we'll we have will. to figure out if we can um, first. All that I asked. I say, having argued very hard for right this well, course in of that, action. In that case, um, Lieutenant and Hunt's looking at Aura. Um, if the planet was going into uh, a decaying orbit, um, how long would the uh, population have? Or Worst case scenario, if we don't turn it off, we have two months. If we do turn it off, will that give, provide us with more time? That's a good question. I mean, if it was a decaying orbit, turning it off would uh, make it much, much worse. Um, but I don't think it would be any faster than two months. Um, although, I suppose the 
as it gets closer to the sun, the star, it would begin to heat up the planet's surface. They would experience extreme climate change. They would have less time, probably. Um, but there's no real evidence of that. It seems to be in a in a stable orbit, um, which is okay, I think. Um, <laughs> well, what I mean by that is I I don't think that um, this machine is disrupting the orbit. Otherwise, there wouldn't there would be signs of it being less stable. Well then. I, th I think it's okay to disable it. I would just ask that, uh, Commander, you give me a bit of time to study this machine and see if it is keeping the planet alive as opposed how much to time would destroying you need? it. And how would you be able to do so with what's at our disposal here? I don't know yet. I have to look around more. Yeah, no, I, I, I am. I think that's that is a logical way to proceed. And if I can't find anything in say four hours, uh, there's no evidence of getting any more information, or um, it appears like uh, this machine is just causing the earthquakes for no apparent reason or whatever then we'll disable it is that uh while i'm working on figuring out that part you guys can work on how to disable it it's a little less organic than anything i normally work on so i guess we get to work then start <laughs> looking at it and seeing what can be what can be fixed or how do we go about dismantling it or or uh Oh, you're sure it can't be fixed? Like, it can't be sure fixed. It can. Yeah, we're talking about something. This isn't 5,000 years old or 10,000 years old. The sphere was, no one had a full proper carbon dating yeah. like yet, but they knew it was ancient. They've been, like the founders, very, been very around. Very, long time. Yeah, yeah. Like it could, no one knows for sure, yeah. but I mean, it could have been a couple of million years. So this thing is... Absolutely. We have no idea. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I said right. I said fix it. I guess what I meant was like if if there's a way we can, um, you know, if if shutting it down is going to cause some other problem, if there's a way we can kind of mitigate that. Or imagine what the Federation could do with this technology. I have no interest in technology used by the sort of people who apparently use this sort of technology. Well, think of all the good we could do. All the things that we suggested that perhaps that's the reason why the, the Forerunners made it. Uh, we could actually do that. We could move planets away from black holes. But... We could move them away the from And in the process, supernova. damage the planet itself? Why is it for sure damaging the planet? We don't know that. We don't know for sure, but it seems a possibility. With a, a species this advanced, surely they thought of that and how to. We don't know what they've it. thought of. We've never met them. We've never really heard of them, except for ugh, all the things they've left behind on planets they didn't seem to care about particularly much. 
I don't see how this is any different from the Genesis device, from a philosophical point of view. In any event, we are trying to disable the thing permanently. After, after, uh, after Aura has had a chance to, to study it. Sorry, what role do you want? It'll be either engineering or science. Reason. Or control. I'll let it be control. Um. And you can buy momentum and someone can. Who's rolling? We have, uh, one momentum left. No reason to keep it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, let, uh, let, uh, Aura do that roll. Anyone assisting? So, yeah, I can assist. Okay, then you roll 1d20 as well. And Chris, do you want to spend the momentum? Do it. Yeah, go for that it. That is four for success. It. Nice. That's good. Good job. All right, I, I'm on your guys' side. I think that... Uh, we've determined the best solution is to disable it. Excellent. Over the course of the past uh, probably four hours, I've gathered the information Aaron just relayed. So, uh, to disable it, it looks like on the the control panel there are some runes that it might take a while to translate fully, but I think if we press them in the right order, it will... Would anyone press them, or do we need Commander Hunt, as everything so far has responded to him alone? Don't know. You want me to push buttons? Yeah, I think... Um, I've seen... I recognize most of them just from uh, studying. I think if you press this one and this one, and or points to a couple on the... Yeah control panel. It should shut it down. Hunt gets up off the floor. Uh, which ones? <laughs> uh, these two here. Uh, if so you press them at Hunt the same presses time. them both at the same time. Good. So Hunt, Hunt's sort of like ow! Looks down at his fingers and he starts sucking on it. Damn thing pricked me! Oh, uh, that's a little worrying. Kel's gonna go look. Is there did like a needle come out of it or anything that is still visible or nothing visible? It was that that one. There, there was a hmm. There was a needle there. It's not there now. And he shows Kel his index finger. It's got a small prick on it. Yep. That, I, hmm. That is concerning. I mean, not, the wound itself is not concerning. Nothing appears to be wrong with that that I can tell, though I can definitely check it out further on the ship. Oh, I feel uh, okay. No, it, it's more worrying as it feels like the machine is attempting to collect DNA or some such thing. Hmm? What does the machine want my DNA for? I don't know. That's why it's concerning. Nothing to do with you being a part of the slave race. Again, we don't know what that's about. Well, at least it's powering down. 
There is that. I suppose if it is collecting information, it can't really do anything with it. Unless this is connected to that other is the worry, I artifacts. suppose. Although Wait, what? Are these people even still around? It's been so long. They might not need to be if their technology is advanced enough. Hmm. Well, hopefully I'm just paranoid. Hmm. I hope so too. Hunt says with a certain reservation look on his face. <laughs> um. So, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but how are we going to get out of here? Exactly. Well, at least... <laughs> I was say, at least the steam shouldn't be going anymore. <laughs> the lava we can't do much about. They don't go, how are we mm. going to get back? Or maybe we can suddenly... Oh, um, we could maybe contact the ship. the ship now, yeah, because the thing's shut off. Well, now that it's shut off, maybe we should see if uh, signals are still blocked. Yeah, if they're not, I'll call for a uh, four to beam up, and then um, what's the military term for? Anyways, heavy ordnance fire after you've beamed us up um, on the on the entrance to this place. Because ideally, we'd like to have it completely covered up so that the locals don't stumble upon it, and nor do any invading forces, whomever they may be. I'm going to say fire heavy or whatever. It's kind of, I don't know if that's the actual. The Voyages of the USS Pegasus utilizes the excellent official rules Star Trek Adventures released by Mephidius Games. Featuring Emily as Lieutenant Kell, Shadow as Lieutenant Aura, Raven Insane as Commander Hunt, Ken as Commander Yannick, and Ghost as the GM. Many of the sounds come from Sirenscape, an excellent app for bringing more life to your gaming table. You can find us at critfail.com. Um, Hunt had, uh, depressed earlier. The GM? <laughs> oh, no. And he's not here to, to enjoy that, that particular No, bar. he's not. I'm sorry? What depressed, uh, what Hunt depressed? Oh, oh, no, I, I meant what he, the thing that, that sunk into the wall, sorry. Yes, no, yeah. no, 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 no. I didn't mean we emotionally. Know, he was just making a joke. <laughs> Okay. Yannick, do you think this is really necessary? Is there another way we could go that doesn't involve hyper-hot pieces of steam? Pieces of steam? Um, pieces? How, of how, steam? Do you have, how do you have a piece of steam? <laughs> Sorry. Um, you guys aren't there. Yannick can make fun of me, but not you guys. <laughs> He's never I can even better. I could make it five because I've got hazard awareness for a ah. focus. I am very aware of the lava, says yeah, the commander. He stops halfway in points. 
Lava Look, is bad. That's lava. Okay? <laughs> that is a hazard. Please, everybody, be aware. Does somebody have a sign? I'd like to set up like some warning <laughs> signs. Somebody should rope this off. Where is Helsinki? Osha would not be happy about this. Beware of lava. <laughs> All right, are we going to say we've got a a flashlight of some sort? I'd say it's up to Aaron. Did we manage to get, like, we blew up our ship, our shuttle. No, that, did we? No, we blew up their shuttle. That's right. We had the other shuttle come down and pick us up. Or do we have to spend a momentum? What the hell? Are you? No, you never fucking flashlight. <laughs> no, we want to debate how realistic it would be. We've got a flashlight. Let's go for a while. We got a flashlight. If you let us go for much longer, it'll just be the whole episode is us. No, I realize that. <laughs> all right, all right. We got a flashlight. At least yes, one. Unless Aaron makes a ruling, we will literally just go forever. 